Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, November 12th. U.S. equity futures are up small. So you have the S&P futures up four points. That's eight basis points. The Dow futures are up 44 points. That is 11 basis points. And the Nasdaq futures are up about 20 points. That's about 13 basis points. So mild gains in U.S. equity futures. Treasuries are extending their sell-off from Wednesday. So you have yields up about two to four basis points across the curve. Um, you know, stocks are handling that well so far. We'll have to see how the morning unfolds. Um, there really isn't anything major on today's calendar with the exception of some economic data at 10 a.m., including the JOLTS report. But I think more important will be the Michigan Confidence report also at 10 a.m. Um, specifically within the Michigan Confidence report, you do get inflation expectations. So those will be watched very closely given um, the CPI. And then also you have the New York Fed inflation expectation report out earlier in the week. Um, so that's kind of, I think, the major development of the morning. If those inflation expectations aren't ridiculously above expectations, um, you know, that could spur a little bit of um, of profit taking or rather uh, dip buying in treasuries in the afternoon. But I think that really um, is kind of the only major uh, catalyst that is on today's calendar. As far as major news items overnight, nothing terribly important. Um, you know, nothing I think that's really going to shift the macro narrative Um imminently or immediately this morning, there was another positive data point on the auto supply chain crisis. So again, there have been a lot of uh, data points that have been accumulating now for the last several weeks, suggesting that the auto supply chain crisis, which kicked off the global supply chain crisis over a year ago, is starting to improve. Um, So Toyota came out and said, uh, talked about how they're going to have starting in December, their um, factories in Japan will be returning to normal for the first time in seven months. Remember, November 1st was the first day, uh, was the first time in eight months that GM didn't have any closures because of a lack of chips. Going back to key three earnings season, Ford was very bullish on um, the improved chip availability. U.S. Steel also said that they're seeing improved um, build indications from their auto OEM customers. So I think this is something that is going to kind of seep into the market over time as these as these data points accumulate further. Um, but to me, this is a, an important inflection point in the supply chain crisis. Um, and again, if you kind of look at the bloodline of the inflation panic that's occurring right now, a lot of it is being driven by um, various different shortages on the supply chain front. And so to the extent you are seeing auto start to get better, auto started it all off, this should be the beginning of the end of the supply chain crisis. But again, it's something that will unfold over time. Um, it's not going to be something that kind of just happens imminently. So that to me is the most important story. Um, a couple of other items, the Stimulus package in Japan, the fiscal stimulus package that's being formulated by the government, the headline number continues to ratchet higher. Um, so you have another really big figure out of the Nikkei this morning. I think it's very country specific. I don't think it necessarily has a ton of implications for the U.S., um, but that is something that is getting a lot of focus in um, in Japan. Um, otherwise, again, re- very quiet. Just circling back to Washington quickly. Um, you know, I think the CPI on Wednesday has a couple of implications, one of which it's going to make it more likely that Powell keeps his job. Um, you know, again, I think the White House has to decide not just on the chairman position, but there are going to be three roles on the board of governors that they have to fill. And I think given the shifting narrative around inflation, the political implications of higher inflation, they're probably rethinking who they were going to originally appoint for some of those roles. So I think to maintain credibility with markets, um, you know, there has to be, they can't just be complete quote unquote doves that they, um, fill into those three, 
um, vacant or that will be vacant Board of Governors position. So that's probably what's delaying, I think, the formal announcement. I continue to think Powell will keep the role as chairman. Uh, on the fiscal front, I think it's going to make the reconciliation process a lot more difficult. Um, so the House could try to pass its version of the reconciliation bill as soon as next week. Um, but the Senate is going to make a lot of changes to that bill. Um, and then the two have to kind of go back and reconcile with each other. So I think, um, you know, just given, again, the shifting politics of what's happening with inflation and, and incremental stimulus, the reconciliation process is going to get more difficult. I still think you'll get a reconciliation bill on Biden's desk uh, again, but the odds have gone down, especially since you've already passed the bipartisan bill. The bipartisan bill was what progressives were holding up to make sure that moderates um, passed the reconciliation process. So now that you have that out of the way, you're going to have a lot of moderate Democrats that feel less incentivized to um, to support another kind of multi-trillion dollar piece of legislation. So um, again, nothing really out overnight. Um, that shifts things dramatically. But that's just, I think you're going to start to hear that more when Washington comes back next week, um, that the reconciliation process is just a bit more difficult. On the company-specific front, in Europe today, the big story is Reichmont, the um, the parent of Cartier, the big luxury um, luxury goods company, came out with earnings that were very strong. Also said that they were going to be um, pursuing options for the Netta Porter business. So this has been something that activists have been pushing them for. So they're they're going to pursue um, a deal with Farfetch. So Reichmann is trading up about 10%. You have other luxury names in Europe, Rowling and Sympathy, like LVMH and Caring. Um, Deutsche Telekom is another name that's higher on earnings in Europe. Europe overall is about flat. So luxury is trading very well. You have underperformance in groups like energy, banks, basic resources. Um, nothing terribly important as far as U.S. company-specific news. A lot of um, you know, mid-cap companies. It's it's very um, it none of which have real macro implications. Um, but there were a lot of uh, a lot of kind of company-specific headlines. So check out the piece for all the details. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today. Like I said on the calendar, nothing all that important other than I think the Michigan the inflation expectation component of the Michigan report at 10 a.m. I think will be watched very closely. Um, just quickly looking into next week, a lot of China economic numbers are going to hit Sunday night, Monday morning. You also have this Biden Xi virtual summit that's going to take place Monday. I don't think you'll see anything, um, any immediate takeaways from it. However, the relationship is thawing a little bit at the margin. There was a kind of a big unexpected climate agreement that the U.S. and China announced earlier in the week. So there is definitely some hope that there could be some movement on the tariff front um, kind of exiting this summit. But I think, again, no, I don't think that's a real expectations, but it's something that some people are hoping for. Um, and then you have a couple, uh, you know, we're kind of moving into the October end earnings season. So the big October end reports next week, Home Depot, Walmart, Tuesday morning, Lowe's, Target, Wednesday morning, Cisco, NVIDIA, Wednesday night, um, Macy's, Thursday morning. AMAT, uh, Workday, and Palo Alto Networks Thursday night. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today, Friday, November 12th. Thank you for listening.